Hello and welcome to another episode of Divorced Dads University. I am Morgan and this is Anthony and today's topic is Divorced Dad Syndrome. So, I don't know, Anthony, I hadn't heard of Divorced Dad Syndrome until I hit the uh, Google machine and actually I think I found it in a Reddit thread. But Divorced Dad Syndrome is also referred to as Uncle Dad Syndrome and basically... Dads after divorce feel guilty about the separation, whether or not it was their choice to end the marriage or not. It happens in all divorces quite frequently. I'm not going to lie. I fell uh, victim to it a little bit during the separation initially, but basically because of that guilt, you stop parenting and you just become uncle dad. You're tons of fun and... You don't enforce rules, and it's just kind of like going to Disneyland whenever you go to Dad's house. And so, uh, did you did you ever have that uh, time during the separation or divorce where all the rules went out the window? All you wanted to do was just make the kids happy, and there was like no real you know consequences for anything. Um, I might have initially had that thought. Um, you know, it, it's weird because. I never really felt any guilt, um, not not heavy guilt. I felt more sadness, more so for my children. Yeah, 100%. just because our family was destroyed by no fault of my own. Um, so I've I felt more sadness than guilt. Um, but yeah, I think I think initially just to kind of pacify them because I didn't know how they were coping at the time, and just to kind of you know do do this to help them i think it's interesting this whole idea of divorce dad syndrome honestly i mean statistics show that i think over 70 some percent of divorces are initiated by women mm -hmm. and then or you know i don't think there's a uh, divorce mother syndrome possibly because of the way the systems and courts are majority set up um yeah to you know kind of kind of sway in favor of, of mothers um, so it, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I have my, I have my issues. <laughs> oh no, I think it's it. complete bullshit. Um, yeah. Cause I, I don't think to me, it just sounds like another thing to kind of show how to put men in this box that says that they're not adequate parents or they're not as, you know, they're not as, you know, on par with, with mothers. And, you know, we talked about this in our, uh, daddy daycare episode, right? Yep. About how, you know, you don't need to compete with the parent and it's not a competition. But I think when they put things out here like this divorce dad syndrome, they're almost trying to kind of tell men, dads, how they should parent and what they should or shouldn't do. Yep. You know, and, and then so now not only do you have to kind of navigate this landmine of dealing with all the biases in family court and dealing with everything that comes with being a father and a single father and a parent. Now you've got these people telling you that, Oh, you might have divorced dad syndrome or uncle syndrome. If you, yeah. you know, do too much with the kids or, you know, don't, don't, you know, let them say yes or let them say no. And to me, I think, I think that's, that's ridiculous because every kind of, every child is different. Every parenting style is different. And your, your children are going to cope with the divorce just as you are trying to cope with the divorce. And so you know, yeah, it, it could be a thing if you're if you fall into this uncle dad syndrome. But, 
you know, for me, I, I just don't like it because I don't like this idea. To me, it seems like another mechanism of control to yeah, try to tell fathers how they should act. It's putting, it's putting a blanket statement that all <clears throat> divorced dads are just, you know, uncle dad, Disneyland dad, mm-hmm. you know, let's just go have fun. And then when we go to mom's house, she's the one that has to parent. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but that's complete BS mm-hmm. in, you know, my situation, you know, I think that, you know, we definitely have fun and I'm never going to feel bad for having fun, going on trips, going to play places, doing fun things. You know, I'm never going to feel bad about that, but there's definitely discipline. And another thing that goes into it is, you know, you and I have uh, 50-50 timesharing and a lot of that, a lot more than I ever expected are only every other weekend. Um, and so I'm sure it's different, you know, if you're only seeing your kids Friday through Monday, Mm -hmm. twice a month, Mm -hmm. you know, I imagine like you're going to make the best of that time. And when I was going through the separation, my time was very limited. Mm -hmm. You know, I only had like 12 hours a week. And so every time I saw them, like I had a coloring book or I had an activity or we were going somewhere and doing something because I was trying to make the best of that time. Mm -hmm. And I could see how that would happen, but you know, saying that all dads are, you know, divorced dad syndrome, uncle dad, they're mm-hmm. they're not good parents, they don't do homework, they don't enforce rules, they don't enforce bedtimes. Mm-hmm. I think it's complete and categorical total bullshit mm-hmm. and unfair and it you know as you as you just kind of google divorced dad syndrome, it's mostly women talking about <laughs> men. Um and look, I know that that it it does happen out there, mm-hmm. but saying that that is all parents or all divorced dads is completely bogus. Yeah. I think, you know, you have to adjust to your situation. So, you know, one of the articles I was reading, and we can copy the link, um, or maybe it was the video or whatever uh, that we that we saw, was talking about- Oh, it's that just, life coach? Yeah, it's just indulging your kids and, you know, um, it's, you know, this idea of I got to- I've got to work. And then, you know, when I have my, my time with the kids, it's just, just pure indulgence. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think that you need to have splurge and have fun with your kids. We both have taken trips with our children. We both do. Yeah. A you lot just of, got back from a really fun trip yeah, in Nashville. Yeah. We just went to Opryland and we Dude, had that, a lot of fun. That ice cave looked awesome. It was cold, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> they gave us parkas and they made everything out of ice. Um, yeah. So it was fun. And, you know, I think, that you need that fun time. And if you are a weekend, if you do have a weekend schedule because of the way your work is, you can't have time through the week. Um, then yeah, have some fun with your kids, but don't feel as though because you took your kids to the park or had fun with them on the day that suddenly you're inadequate. I think that the thing I'm trying to get at is, and I'm probably not, not saying this as well as I should. Um, don't it's enough to me it feels like another thing to try to make you feel inadequate as a parent and that's what i'm trying to that's what we're trying to get at is to say that don't feel that if you engage if you indulge your kids or 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 give them something or give them a gift you know when you see them that that means that you're somehow now not only are you a divorced dad but now you have divorced dad syndrome yeah um, I think there are cases where it happens, I'm sure. Um, but again, it's just another thing 
you know, we're we're trying to uplift and empower yeah. these these divorce these divorced dads, and we don't. Our take on this divorced dad syndrome, what we're trying to get across today, is that we don't want this to be another thing that you have to be worried or concerned about or feel make you that makes you feel inadequate as a parent. Yeah, and so you know, kind of like, hey, you talked about the sadness. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't initiate my divorce, um, and you know, honestly, it was something that. You know, I hadn't been happy for a very long time, and I wanted divorce, but I stayed in the marriage for a long time because I didn't want to be separated from the kids, and I didn't want to, you know, disrupt their family life. Right. And so I still had that sadness and, you know, not guilt, because that implies, like, I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just my heart hurt. I mean, for like the first two or three months, anytime I saw my kids my son was four at the time, mm-hmm. he would literally just cry. Uh, and it was awful. And so... He was four? Yeah. Oh, wow. He turned five um, a couple months. Okay. So you're No, about, he was five. He you're was about five. two years out then, right? Uh, man, it'll be two years. Yeah. Uh, what's today? The sixth? Uh-huh. Yeah, it'll be... Two year, the date of separation will be two years from uh, to, or a week from today will be two year anniversary wow. of what I refer to as the act of maternal aggression. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was so torn up, and I just I wanted to make the kids happy and make it as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. And so every time I saw them, we were going to an arcade. We were you know had some game. We had some activity, and just over parenting. I'm not going to lie. It got to be exhausting and, you know, not guilt, but kind of that feeling of guilt of like, just things are wrong. and I want to make it right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as I was doing research for this episode, I found a really helpful uh, Reddit thread that just talked about, you know, taking care of yourself first Mm -hmm. will allow you to be a better parent. And we kind of touched on this in the... the treat yourself and the therapy episode, Mm -hmm. you know, taking care of yourself both uh, mentally and physically is a huge first step in dealing with that. And so you can be better prepared to be that engaged, better parent. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I still, I still have these times where I'm like, Oh man, the kids aren't happy. Uh, Something's going on. I just need to be super dad. And what, what they really want is just quality time. Like this morning. Oh, Mm So my daughter's going through this phase right now (laughs) and she goes to sleep in her bed for like two hours and then she comes and piles in with me. Mm -hmm. And so she woke me up last night. She kicked me like three times and woke me up and I didn't get great sleep. And I woke up at 530. I always like to have a half hour coffee, do a little journaling, have some time to myself. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even put the cake up in the Keurig. And here she comes dragging six stuffies and wants to cuddle. And we just sat there and cuddled, you know, no TV, no iPad, no nothing. And just sat there and cuddled and didn't really talk about anything, but that's just what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is the stuff where you start to build that relationship and, you know, that bond and that trust. So when you say, hey, I need you to stop doing X, Y, or Z, they actually listen mm-hmm. um, instead of trying to be Disney dad and just Mm -hmm. constantly doing things. Yeah. And I think that 
you know, you mentioned the self-care, and we talked about that in Treat Yourself and um, the therapy episode, and I think that's one of the characteristics of this divorced dad syndrome, this uncle dad, is like, they say you over, and you're, you're more preoccupied with your own indulgence, your own, you know, what you want, your own impulses, your own desires. You're preoccupied with indulging your own self, and then that then kind of bleeds over into you know, the kids when you all are doing everything, but it's really all about trying to indulge you, you know, what yeah. you want. And that's not what we mean when we talk about self-care and therapy. And I think that's another thing that, that rubs me the wrong way about this whole uncle dad, divorce dad syndrome. It's like people could say, oh, well, you, you all are talking about self-care and all this, but it's like we're talking about it in a measured way right yeah it's not like we're saying just indulge everything you want to do and treat yourself all the time and blah 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 no no we're saying that you need to work on yourself with the therapy and you also need to be able to treat yourself you know when so you won't get super stressed out but there's a difference there's a time and place for all of that Mm -hmm. and kind of like what you were saying like you typically get up 5.30 when they're asleep and do your journaling or whatever. That's your self-care. This morning, that, that routine was a little disrupted, but that worked. And see, that's a, that's a prime characteristic. I think if you're reading this text and listening to these people talk about Uncle Dad and Divorced Dad, if that was truly the case, you would have sent her back to her room yeah. because that would have interfered with your time. Yep. I mean, that's a very basic example. So I think that, you know, again, what we're, what we're trying to say here is that you can still treat yourself and have self-care, but you're not constantly acting on your own impulses. You're putting, you're still putting your kids first and you're still spending time with your kids. And so they, they can kind of work together. Yeah. So I, what I don't want anyone to feel when they're re- talking about uncle dad syndrome or divorce dad syndrome and they see things like, you know, indulging your own, what you want and all of that and putting your needs over somebody else's and say, well, you know, the divorced dad guys talked about, you know, <laughs> yeah, self care. And it's like, no, but there's, we're talking about it in a measured way. And your example that you just talked about with your daughter is I think key to show how you can, how you're not necessarily suffering from uncle dad syndrome or divorce dad. Syndrome. Yeah. Now, one thing I will say is, you know, it is your responsibility to know what the hell is going on in your kids' lives, even when they're not with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like what's going on at school, what's going on in their activities, their sports, their dance lessons, whatever. Like, you just because they're not with you at that time doesn't mean you shouldn't know what's going on. Um, you know, they've got some project due at school. Yeah. And let's just say it's due on Friday and you've only got the kids Monday and Tuesday. Oh, well, she's going to have them Thursday night, so that's her problem. No, you need to get started. Mm-hmm. Know what's going on, have it on your calendar and just go ahead and get it knocked out. A, it is going to help your child be better prepared and they're going to have their stuff done ahead of time and B, imagine if your ex did that to you mm-hmm. and you're running around getting a poster board at an hour before bedtime after Mm -hmm. you've had a super busy day of work and you just then remembered it. Mm -hmm. And so even though you're not cohabitating, you have an obligation not to the other parent, but to your child to, to know what's going on, be proactive, be getting those things done 
And, you know, I think that that is something that a lot of people do uh, or a lot of dads will do is, oh, well, that's on her time. It's not my problem. And, you know, I do think it's bullshit. You're a parent, even if the kids aren't with you, I think you're a parent all the time and you need to be responsible and proactive and involved in what's going on. And even like if they have an activity when it's not your time with them, mm-hmm. you know, offer to take the kid to the activity, mm-hmm. be involved. Yeah. It's outside, but that is the antithesis. I just used one of your fancy college words <laughs> of, you know, being the Disneyland dad, you know, be involved, know what's going on, do your part and, you know, just be a good damn parent. Even when they're not with you, it's still your responsibility to be a good parent. Yeah. And that, that's kind of opposite of what they say in uncle dad, divorce dad syndrome is right. Like you don't necessarily make them do their homework you know, you don't do things like that. It's just mm-hmm. all about fun, fun, fun. And then, you know, everything else is the other parent's responsibility. So kind of a way to combat that is, like you said, is being involved and being proactive. You know, if you're able to, you know, have communication with your with your um, parents, uh, mother or, or, or spouse, you know, kind of coordinate and work, work those out. Um, be actively involved in in, organiz- in activities, extracurricular activities. You know, if there's a conflict, offer to take the kids, you know, so they can still go. I, I do that, you know, make arrangements. If I'll have a family member or myself or somebody take something. If, like, she can't, like, if the spouse can't take, you know, my son to a soccer or a basketball practice yep. or something like that. So those are kind of some ways to to be involved and to make sure that, you're kind of not falling into that. So when you were talking, it kind of made me think of what are some, like if we can list and we can put these in the, the comments or we can put them on the screen, however, ways to make sure that you're not falling into this divorced dad's uncle dad syndrome. So one is always try to be involved in their schoolwork, like you said, and mm-hmm. activities, <clears throat> communicate, be proactive um, when it comes to scheduling. Yeah, um, one thing that really helps um, my co-parenting situation is, uh-huh. you know, I've got my, we've got a shared Google calendar uh-huh. that I keep separate from my personal calendar, and we've got our time sharing schedule, who's with who, and then we put all the kids' activities on there, uh-huh. and we'll put, you know, deadlines, due dates, field trips, whatever on there, and that way we both have visibility to it, and I'll also put... <clears throat> 48-hour reminders, one-week reminders on there. And it takes like, I don't know, maybe two or three times a month I spend 10 minutes updating that calendar. And those reminders are super helpful Mm -hmm. um, to make sure you're staying on top and you're just being responsible. Mm -hmm. Um, So that calendar and then recapping, take care of yourself Mm -hmm. so you, you can deal with... You know, your own internal struggles, be ready and, you know, on top of your, be in your best form when you do have time with the kids, then um, don't feel guilty about doing fun things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody needs, you were doing fun things before the divorce. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, be proactive and just be a, a good involved parent. Mm-hmm. I know one thing that I, um, those are all great things. One thing I try to do is, I try to do the treat yourself philosophy with the kids, with the boys. So like if Christian did well on a test or at school or something, yeah. Um, 
then or you know julian does well at his kid strong or behaves himself or you know occupies himself if i'm if something's going on and i need to be on a call and you know they don't get in a fight with each other um then they then they can get treats or rewarded or something mm-hmm. like that and so is that it, always sugar it can be yeah most of the time it's food or sometimes like maybe once a month i'll let them go to the comic book store and yeah. say you know you can get each get one thing or i'll park was always when the weather was nice yeah um or you know our trips you know if they if they do real well and you know we have a couple of months of of you know good behavior and you know working on homework for christian and all of that then you know like like this weekend we take a trip yeah you know for the weekend and so you know i think that those kind of setting those boundaries are helpful as well um because that definitely would not fall into the <laughs> uncle dad yeah. syndrome right um so i think that that's um that's something that i do that i w- i would try to recommend um because you know w- we've talked about this on all other episodes the kids are going through kids are experiencing all the emotions that you're experiencing yeah they just don't have the mechanisms to cope with them um you know Hell, we don't have the mechanisms yeah. to cope with them sometimes well, we're, we're trying to <laughs> find the mechanism so you know you have to have a little grace um with yourself and with your other parent um, that you are divorced from. And, you know, just, you know, kind of take into the counts the things that we've talked about, but also have a little grace with yourself and don't necessarily feel guilty, like you said, about, you know, engaging, you know, giving the kids something or maybe saying, you know what, tonight we're we don't have to spend a half an hour going over spelling words tonight. Yeah. You know, tonight, you know, you can just run through them once and then you, you know, we're going to watch cartoons, watch cartoon. You can play with your Pokemon, Pokemon cards or whatever. So that that's okay. That doesn't mean that now you're an uncle dad. Yeah. You know that, that, and that, I think that that's, you have to have, give yourself a little grace. um, And here's the thing. I think anybody is your parent. I think anybody listening to this podcast, watching us on YouTube, they're already involved as hell, mm-hmm. and they couldn't be any further from Uncle Dad um, or Disneyland Dad. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of talked about some tools and things, but I think it just comes down to giving a shit, actually caring, mm-hmm. and anybody that's listening to this already cares a bunch. Mm-hmm. And so, don't beat yourself up. You know, you're not a Disneyland Dad. You're not an Uncle Dad, and you know, you're just you're doing a good job, man. Keep it up. If you're listening to this, you're already taking a step in the right direction and you're doing a good job. And if you might be a, a Disneyland dad and not really doing your part, and this is your first kind of foray and you're checking this out because somebody accused you of being one, <laughs> we just gave you some great resources uh, and uh, tools to do better at it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just keep being a good dad. You love your kids and, you know, it's all going to be just fine. But, yeah. Yeah, don't let the the narrative that, you know, Disneyland all divorced dads or Disneyland dads exist because it's complete BS. And yeah, you're just doing a good job, man. I agree. Anthony, you're a really good dad. You know that? Thank you. You're a good dad too, Mark. Thanks, man. <laughs> this is just a kumbaya. <laughs>